Hello, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. My name is Janelle, and I am here with the other host, Amir. Hi, Amir. Hey. How are you? I am mowing, mowing along. What what does that mean? What is mowing? You know when you take the the lawnmower, you mowing along. You know how when you're mowing lot like grass, you kind of have to push a little bit. I don't know that. Well, I've never, should. I've should. never done that. I I've like never experienced that. It's an experience everyone should have at least once in their life. Really, you about think so? mowing mowing grass, yeah. Hmm. But essentially, it's not a very smooth thing. So you kind of have to put a little effort into it to keep the lawnmower going. At least the old school ones, the ones where you had to squeeze the trigger and pull mm-hmm. the rope. Okay. Yeah. That's, that, nice. that's what, So that's what that means when someone says, I'm mowing along. You're, so you're you, just getting you push it through. You push it through. But it is Wednesday. Tomorrow is going to be Thursday, and we are almost done with the week. Yeah. Why did you say tomorrow is going to be Thursday? Like, that's not the day that comes after Wednesday. I'm counting down the days because Black gotcha. Panther comes down. Mm-hmm. And it comes mm-hmm. out on Friday, so I'm super excited. Yeah, but... We're going to talk more about Black Panther in next week's episode because we'll both have the opportunity to see it, which I do think is kind of shady how you're not seeing Black Panther and me, but that's cool. Let's not let's not start off the podcast with the argument. Yeah, let's not. All right, so we're going to jump right into, <laughs> <laughs> into this week's um, Gay Honors. Um, so we decided that we wanted to take the time to honor R&B icon, singer, Living legend, we're giving him his flowers while he's still here. Um, Tevin Campbell. Why do you say it like that? Like while he's still here. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant like while he's still in the land of living, we want to make sure that's not better. No, that's it's, not better. It's better just be like we're giving your giving the flowers because when you say like you, it's almost like you got binoculars, like you wait in. Like I can say no, no, we wish him nothing but health and prosperity um and i'm being really serious there um, i didn't mean it that that way but we definitely do want to shout out texas own uh tevin campbell he was born where again waxahachi waxa the google lady just told me yeah and i already messed it up it's like waxa it's gonna give me a brain aneurysm trying to pronounce it it's somewhere in texas texas yeah. is big Texas is huge, but he was born in Texas, right? Um, and apparently this year, uh, a couple months ago, he came out publicly as gay. Um, but this was a known fact to his family and friends since he was like around 19 and 20. Um, if you don't know Tevin Campbell, you lying because you do. Uh, he, of course, is a singer that Can We Talk, I'm Ready, was on all of our you know TV shows growing up on... Um, Moesha, and it was another one he was on too. He was on Fresh Prince. Fresh. So he played like one of Ashley's love interests. I remember that. Yeah. Um. He also had his other single, "Tell Me What You Want to Do." It was like one of the highest charting ones. Mm-hmm. And so it's a lot of, you know, um, I don't want to say like when you think of like R and B like legends and icons and stuff like that. I'm really starting to question why his name isn't kind of thrown around a lot more because. Just me personally, I have heard um, Can We Talk More in Dallas in the clubs than I've heard any other time in my life. Like, we'd be in the middle of dancing, sweating, 
and a DJ put on Can We Talk, and everybody just turned into an American Idol contestant. One thing I will say, it definitely appears like in, well, actually across the, the, the states, where if you have an artist that's from that actual like state or city or XYZ, they're going to get that love. Yeah. So that's what it definitely appears like when he comes on, everyone, we're in Texas, they're going to be like, hey, drop it. We got to sing this. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Um, how songs that uh, artists have done in the 90s, how they, they've stood the test of time. Like, can we talk sounds just as good now as it did back in the day? Yeah. Like, that's an R&B staple. Right, right. And, of course, he was also in uh, my favorite movie, the Goofy movie. Yes. Where um, he played the animated character Powerline. Okay. <laughs> you would like that because you're a Goofy bitch. Okay. So- <laughs> you want to find out how Goofy I can get? No, no. <laughs> we, do not, we do not support or encourage violence here on the Road Dogs podcast. Um, I just met my friend Goofy. Like he has a goofy personality, and that's I like right. the I like the Goofy movie. And yeah, so he did really good. And I feel like that's one of the standout songs, at least from the nineties, mm-hmm. when it comes to like Disney movies. Um, so yeah, we're definitely giving him his flowers, his respect. He's been in the industry for so long. He's worked with like Quincy Jones. Um, I'll be sure, uh, Casey and Jojo. So, yeah, he's a, he's he's literally um, R and B royalty. Um, can we talk? His songs, his voice. Um, I just saw he was just in Dallas actually um, a couple of days ago, and I saw people, you know, uh, their Snapchats and things of that nature. Um, with him singing and his voice is still as strong and as his he has like a smooth voice um and it's still he still sounds good so shout out to him um so we just wanted to honor him um say hey if if you're listening because i know you are um you know we support you we sing you in the clubs uh wouldn't it be dope if he came out to one of the gay bars and like did a live version. That would be really cool. Like a little mini concert. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can get in contact with his people. You should. Have, have your people call my people and leave a message on the machine. Um, <laughs> and we'll go from there. But we're going to go ahead and move into our next section. Guess what? Yes. Are we talking about our current events? Um, so I don't know if you've heard recently. There have been a lot of layoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in tech uh, industry, so obviously Twitter. So there was that one, which I don't think we even discussed. But Elon, um, when he first came in, he laid off a bunch of people, and then um, did he bring them back? Well, I know what, what happened was there were some positions that were reopened for some people to come back, but a lot of them were unfortunately let go. Um, I also there was one story about a mother who was um, pregnant, um, who was let go, but I guess. Her like her work ethic was a lot higher than some of the other people who were kind of kept on. So now he has a bunch of discrimination lawsuits that may be possibly coming out of this. Mm-hmm. And then to add to that, this morning um, we also have uh, Mark Zuckerberg or Zuckerberger, um, mm-hmm. according to Boozy. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he was prepared to. I guess I don't know if it actually went through, but yeah, it basically is being reported that like eleven thousand people are getting laid off um, 
from his uh, you know meta enterpriser division, which was that kind of virtual reality. Right. Which is is kind of scary considering think about just think about how Twitter and Meta also um, they're really huge kind of like names, right? So to think like there's no real job security and there's so many changes going on. And you have these people that have worked extremely hard behind the scenes to come up with a brand and content um, that's enjoyable for users, um, especially Twitter. Like I love Twitter, as you know, I, I love, I love Twitter. But the problem was everyone kept saying this website should not be free. And look what y'all manifested. Yeah. Eight dollars. Now you gotta pay. Now you gotta pay. Which I heard Beyonce said that she don't give a damn. She's not paying for that badge. I don't blame her. It's Beyonce. <laughs> it's which Beyonce. Is true. Like I'm not. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you want to? Like, you got a lot of nerve to make be, the influence. Beyonce can tell everybody right now. We taking our talents over to MySpace, and I guarantee you, MySpace will crash. Like, because everybody would be like, okay, we in there. Like, we're in my top eight. If Beyonce decided to create her own social media network, all the other girls would fall. Yeah, it'd be over. It'd be over. It'd be over. All she has to do is say, my girls, roll out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'd be like, the beehive. <laughs> and then we'd all be there. Um, but No yeah. matter if you like Navy, uh, what, what, is mm-hmm. what do the Nikki's call them? Barbs, it barbs, uh, the stallions, everybody would go literally to the, no, to the new social media because this is Beyonce, right? You don't fuck around with Beyonce, you can't. But it is really sad that people lost their jobs, their livelihoods, especially working for like, like I just said, like these really big companies, right? But what happened was a lot of those people, or a lot of the growth that was being brought into these tech companies, especially for Meta, mm-hmm. was during the pandemic. Yeah. So you had a lot of um, tons of people being brought in, but unfortunately with that growth and there's no real payback for it. Cause I mean, a lot of people just aren't really into the whole idea of the virtual reality, especially the way that Meta is being presented. And I honestly just hate saying Meta um, after they switched the name, but yeah. <laughs> after it's, after it was being presented, you know, the floating bodies without the lower half wasn't really clicking with a lot of people and it looked very basic and rudimentary. So it's just, you know, obviously people aren't going to pay to just go to this kind of, it looks like a, a preschool game almost. It, it's not very detailed. So <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it, it, Definitely just praying for those individuals that are affected by it. Um, we hope that they are able to bounce back or they have a really good severance package um, to that way they're able to survive until they're, they're able to land the next gig. Um, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Well, I hear they have a severance package till like January. Some folks, right? Is it all? Well, I'm, I think it's majority from what's being reported. Yeah. Have that type of respect, but it still just being without your own regular employment through the holidays is going to be tough. Yeah, because we're we're talking about Thanksgiving, we're talking about Christmas, we're talking about New Year's, and that makes it even worse to think about the time frame of when this is happening. Like right. during the holiday season, where you're supposed to be in this spirit of of being thankful, of giving, of being around family, and now you're worried about where's you know where's my future? Right yeah. yeah. That sucks. So we're sending our, our definitely want to send um, huge 
hugs, thoughts, and prayers to those individuals that are affected, you know, by that. And as we stated, we hope they can can bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of bouncing that ass. Right. <laughs> speaking of bouncing, this is really switching gears, but um Young Miami and Diddy or Carisha. Um as Santana, well, that's her name, so I can't say he affectionately said like the girl name is Carisha, but they are dating and they're in what appears to be a non committal committed relationship. You know, like they're I'm, I'm not sure if they're exclusively dating, um, but we've seen Carisha at the awards with the Go Poppy sign when Diddy was, you know, we've seen Diddy buy her a car for her birthday. She recently bought him um, a chain for for his. Uh, we seen them, you know, go live. He was on her um, podcast and he said, you know, they're dating. They chill. They're cool. Um, how do you how do you feel about this considering the age difference? Or just considering the their stature, like what do you think Diddy want with a city girl? I mean, isn't Diddy a city girl? <gasps> but honestly, truthfully, I have not really been following that heavy. I know that there's been a little appearances here and there where she's like, "Yeah, we kind of seen each other X Y Z." Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's with the shits. Yeah, they keep. I'm sure she keeps him young. That's what I think it is as well. Um, but how do you feel about those type of age differences like that? Like he is fifty three and she's twenty eight. So to me, when you look at it, of course they're both grown, right? Right. Um, but when you look at it, you kind of have to ask yourself. It's kind of you know what everybody says when they see an older gentleman with a younger lady or vice versa is like what they have to be going through some like midlife crisis. Right. Yeah. Because what could you like what they talk about? What do you think Diddy and Carrie should be talking about? Exactly. I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like it, this is a little bit of a different situation because I want to say that they are both in the same industry mm-hmm. and they're, Closer in tax bracket range. Yeah. So it's a little bit different when you have someone who is financially, um, a, I don't know, stable, fluent, whatever you want to label it as, going after someone who is younger without that type of uh, power behind them. Yeah, because it's not like she needs him for his money. Because, right. you know, the city girls um, have become, you know, extremely popular. Um, and you know I love the city girls. You do. I, I love to see girls um, when they have their audition for their um, third member. I'm definitely going to um, to go because I feel like that's that's my niche. That's really my niche. And Young Miami is proving that she's about that life. Everything that she says and things that she raps about, like she's with one of the most powerful men in music. And the bitch is bad. Like that's true. She's a pretty girl, and I think she's taking that. I shouldn't say pretty. Pretty's just like kittens. Like the bitch is beautiful. Like yeah, and the body is worth every penny that she spent on it. Like her body is really nice. Why are you looking like that? <laughs> <laughs> 
What do you mean she spent on it? It's a known fact that she's got some enhancements. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought she, she was come out like that. I didn't think well, I don't know. I thought she was natural. Mm, okay. Well, I think I know JT got an augmentation, right? Yes. You know. But allegedly. I, allegedly. They, allegedly. I thought yeah. she was like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think she got her boobs on. Okay, allegedly. I know they got they 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 got their butts done. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. They're not the same asses they came out the gate with. You sure? You know, I've been watching City Girls for a long time. Okay. You might know. Yeah. You might know. (laughs) But either way, um, she is is more financially stable. She's obviously making a lot of money just on her own. So there's not really that kind of worry of, is this man taking advantage of her? Um, She's taking advantage of him. Listen, and... Um, I feel like if they both have an understanding and they both know what they're getting out of the deal, if this just the, I don't know if we're going to be together forever, but let's have fun until we're not. I mean, I don't see what the issue is. Like, yeah. Because we know Diddy's track record. Right. Like, we know like what, what he's done. Um, and we know what Miami has claimed to be. And she has lived up to all of that. Like, she's a city girl. And she said, bitch, I'm, I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. So, hmm. All right, sis. Hey, if it works for them, it works for them. They seem very happy with it. Like, you know, you're not seeing, like, Tim Z reporting, Carisha, knock Diddy upside her head, right. outside the club. You know, like, something like that. Right. They, they ain't got into it. They just be living their rich lives on their rich yachts in their rich clothes with their rich friends. Hey, if it works, it works. Speaking of working, Miss <laughs> um, Mama's Rihanna, um, you know, of course she 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 works, right? Um, she was doing her beauty thing. Um, but now she is going into foreign territory, and it has been announced that she's going to uh, headline the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl halftime show. Do you know what the Super Bowl is? Do you know what sport is during the Super Bowl? Yeah, it happens every February. Okay, but what sport is it? It's the same sport that happens every February. It's football. Okay, you had to look at that. I had to look it up. <laughs> Did you look it up? No, dumbass. <laughs> Super Bowl is the same thing every single year. Okay, I'm just making sure you know. Um, and I know it's been like a couple of years to where people have said like, oh, When was the last Super Bowl game you've watched? I watched all the Super Bowls. When? I just watched this last one. Well, who played? Um, remember, I kind of... <laughs> no! <laughs> no, the LA Rams won. Um, the Rams won, but remember my dad died the day of the Super Bowl. So I kind of like don't want to think about that, but bitch, you know I watch sports. Get out of here. Um, Rihanna's doing the Super Bowl, and what? So okay, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You know I love Rihanna. I'm super excited that she is um, pretending to be um, into singing again because we know that she she don't want to get in the studio. She, but she did that one song that everyone seems to like. What? 
Live it up, right? Lift me up. Whatever. Right. She's she did it. Um and everyone I, seems to like it, so I think Rihanna had that baby and she said, I'm just do the Super Bowl and I'm gonna give him this, like this gonna go to him, and then I'm not gonna do music no more. That's my thought. But um people have been asking for Rihanna to do the Super Bowl for years. The Super Bowl halftime show is supposed to be like upbeat, entertaining, um, and it needs like a performer. So I really, really, really want Rihanna to like bring it. Well, I mean, she doesn't dance, but she's still a performer, I feel. Like most of her concerts were pretty explosive, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. There is the opportunity. Uh, I think it will depend on who she selects to um, kind of do the Super Bowl with her. Because, you know, within the Super Bowl, you have the headliner. And then you have people that kind of come on and, and and do like one or two songs. Remember when Bruno Mars was the headliner that one year, but Beyonce came with um, um, Formation. Um, and people have forgot that Bruno Mars was it. And then Beyonce did it and she brought on Destiny's Child. And then um, J-Lo and Shakira just did it. So it's always kind of like, okay, I'm bringing somebody on. Yeah. Um, so it kinda, I think it depends on who she brings um, that will make it, like, even better. Um, but all I know is she better perform What's My Name. Let's talk about that then. Because who she is bringing on is causing a lot of controversy. Who? Johnny Depp. Did you not hear that? No, that was on... The Savage. That was on her Fenty. Oh, I That's thought that was the, the... Okay. Well, either way, that is causing a lot of yeah. controversy mm. and leaving a lot of a sour, sour taste because I think she defended it, too, when people were like, hey, um, that's not a good idea, Mama. Yeah, I think she doubled down on it. Um, I'll say this, right? They're not exempt. Our faves aren't exempt from us saying, like, you know what? That's a really crappy thing that you did. That's a really um, unsettling, you know, thing. And I think a lot of people say, hey, Riri, we ain't fucking with this. Like, we don't like it. And some people just didn't watch the Savage Fenty because of that. And some people kind of let her know, like, the fuck was he doing here? You know, like, that, that was the worst part of the show. And then it only amplifies because of the legal situation that he recently was in. Right. Um, so I, I wish she would have stayed away from that. Um, or I wish she wouldn't have doubled down on it. I think yeah. that's the more of the issue. Cause it, it's one thing to say, Hey, I made a, a choice. Um, I got criticism for it. And here's the change that I'm going to do, or I hear you guys and I understand. And this is what I'm going to do differently. It was her like, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. And you know Rihanna gives very much, bitch. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Like she, she gives that. I mean, if we're being a hundred percent honest, Rihanna is kind of a troll a little bit. Kinda. Rihanna like invented the whole like troll. Rice cakes. Yeah. Ooh. That I was, still remember that. That's that a while deep. <laughs> that one cuts deep. Deeper, a little racist. If yeah. We're being yeah. It, it was. It ain't a little. It was a, a whole lot. But when that girl put them hoop earrings and them glasses on there on that damn Quakers, oh, I would I would have beat Rihanna's ass if I was Karuchi. I would have had to. You would have to get to Melissa first, but I would have got to. Do you think Rihanna could fight? 
I think so. She has to. I feel like all Islanders kind of have like a little edge to them anyways. Um, like, I feel like, you know, she grew up playing like tackle football or something. I don't know. Because I feel like she did get she did get into the industry pretty young. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if she's had that, you know, rough and tumble experience. <laughs> but I know she, she, she could get a little spicy. I just don't know if um, if somebody roll up. But I, Melissa will definitely, you know. Melissa will fight. Melissa will fight. Melissa will, be Melissa will handle it. So I guess she don't have to. Yeah. Melissa will get our uh, thing snatched. Who? Melissa. She going to get our podcast snatched off. She going to be like, oh, you talked about the Beijing queen. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> get the fuck out of here. But no. Um, yeah. Going back to that. That was one of the shadiest things. Rihanna is a troll. That was one of the shadiest things. And like the history of the internet. Why do you, that's why she does not post anymore. She posts her little panties. She posts her makeup mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Her team be like, bitch, no. <laughs> I know her drafts is loaded. You know that. Disrespectful shit. That gif of um, Michelle Obama. Yes, Michelle yeah. Obama. <laughs> snatching. Yep, that's exactly what it is. That's her team. They be like, no, no. But we already know what you're about to do. So no, no, no Miss Barbados. You're not about to do that. <laughs> um, but I'm super excited. Uh, for Rihanna, I really hope that there's a couple of songs that I hope she performs at the Grammys because I think they're worldwide at the um, Super Bowl. I mean, Jesus, yes, at the Super Bowl. Um, Diamonds, what's my name? And uh, there was another one. I just drew a blank. Oh, Umbrella. Hello. Umbrella. Okay. okay. Like, I feel like those are songs that you kind of, they're like stadium songs, you know, like. So, yeah. 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 Those are definitely songs that are like for a crowd mm-hmm. and a huge audience. So I'm also wondering, I know we're kind of taking a different <laughs> section, Ooh. but I also wonder like how it's going to be. Cause you know how we have older artists who go on these, like, I don't want to say farewell tours, but they um, like the hits tours. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how that's going to be. Are we going to have like Rihanna come out in like a fur coat? Y'all ready for this? And she just like plays diamonds at like 60 years old. That would be so dope. <laughs> I feel like when they get to, when Rihanna gets to that stage, she's only going to perform her number one hits. Okay. Which she, I mean, she literally can have a show with just those. <laughs> that's true. That's very um, true. So, But I do feel like Rihanna, she's just going to sit there. She's probably going to have her cigarette in her hand or her joint in her <laughs> hand, her wine and other be cussing people out, like encouraging old people to fight at her. <laughs> like I feel like Rihanna's that type of bitch. I definitely feel like she is. I can, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see like how that's going to transition because I know we have artists that are I don't want to say approaching, but we have <laughs> artists who are, are now a little bit older from like their their prime time. So mm-hmm. um, like Monica and like um, I don't want to say Brandy, but. So I wonder how that would be to like have their hits tour kind of like happen. Bitch. <laughs> Don't you ever speak her name in vain again. I wasn't speaking in vain, but I'm just talking about like as far as like the hits, the hits and how that would be like a tour of the hits. Because now we're, we're in 2020 now. We're, we're barreling towards 2030. This is true. So, you know, if they're performing their hits, you know, they come out, you know, and, the, you know, like Aretha, her fur coat. Yeah. And like, 
I used to love that. I used to love, and I know we went way off topic, <laughs> but when Aretha came out in her fur coat, just kind of like slow walking, like, oh shit, y'all here? Like, I always felt like I was just in her living room. And like, she was walking around, and she probably like, close the goddamn door. <laughs> like, I feel like, I, I feel like that. And she like, just set her purse on the ground. Like, you Aretha Franklin, why did you just, like, why you your purse You could have left it in the back, but... She's always carried it. <laughs> yes. You know what? We're going to do a gay honors for a purse. Oh, yes. Next there episode. Be because good. I hear there's a backstory to why she always kept her purses with her whenever she performed. I thought because she had heat. That's true. You know, we from Detroit. Right. We don't fuck around. <laughs> we fuck around. We ain't finding out. Aretha probably had that thing on her. Right. That blip blip. Yes, <laughs> Aretha had that blip. Okay. Um... R.I.P. Aretha. Of course, R.I.P. Um, but we're super excited to see Rihanna and and hope that we have news on who she's going to be performing with. Yes. So, yeah. So, speaking of, uh, unfortunately, well, not even unfortunately, but the, the baby is <laughs> having trouble selling tickets yes, for so, his most recent concert. So, we're talking about Rihanna performing at the Super Bowl with... All of these people, and then we transition to the baby doing buy one get one free tickets. Um, Life comes at you fast. It does, and that's what happens when you know you're not humble with your success. All right. So you know the baby has been claiming that he's blackballed by the industry. You know he just released the album. Three people bought it. Um, he has. Um, Going out on tour in support of that said album, and apparently um, he had a show in Birmingham, Alabama, where he has a show that's coming up. And the venue is only like uh, a thousand people, like standing room only. But there's been issues with him um, selling out. Now I don't know; I didn't do research on like how the rest of his tour was doing, but this one specifically, he's doing buy one get one free. Um, right. deals. The tickets are only $22. Um, which low-key is not that bad of a deal. But if you are a the baby fan, I'm not anymore. Um, but I I think it it was hilarious just you know, black Twitter is ruthless. Black Twitter, when they come together for a certain cause, you got to be a real, real, real strong individual. Um, and Black Twitter is like, hey, the baby's downfall, no one can be blamed for that besides the baby. Like, yeah. Right. So when you're kind of following along um, his journey, mm-hmm. it's it's really crazy how badly he fumbled it. Yes. Because he had... So many people that were writing for him. He had like unique videos. Mm-hmm. Um, his flow was pretty decent. Um, but of course, what happened was it was like people were saying his flow was the repeating, same. yes, which is not even that bad of a, de- a thing. Because I mean, there's so many artists that obviously that is their signature flow, and that's what brings people in regardless. But it was his mostly his antics outside of the actual music that were causing him trouble. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that concert where he made um, homophobic remarks. Right. About if you're, um, you know, giving fellatio out in the parking lot, um, you're not a real one. 
Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah, something, something silly along those lines. So there were people dropping off at that point, which there were, he had a lot of LGBT fans who were down with his music, down with, you know, but obviously that cut them off at that point. And then the second one was um, his issues with his baby mama, mm-hmm. um, Danny Lay. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, if we're being honest, she is her own issue. We're not going to touch on that. But yes. just the whole arguing with your baby mama and, like, fighting with her and stuff like that put a sour taste in a lot of his um, female fans. Yep. So, unfortunately, at that, you've, you've kind of ruined everything. And then you're saying blackballed, which a lot of people just roll in their eyes because you did a lot of those yeah. things. You brought, he literally brought this on himself and then... He aligned himself a little bit with um, Tory Lanez, and then he spoke about um, issues with Megan Thee Stallion or some type of sexual relationship, whether they had it or not, which, I mean, that's pretty lame. You're, even if y'all did have sex, y'all two um, grown-ass people, right? You right. Know, you basically tried to use her name for um, some additional clout. Um, I was, when the baby first came out, I was a really, really, really big fan. Um, and so was a lot of other people in the LGBTQ uh, community. But then once he made those comments and then he kind of like doubled down on them and then people was like rallying behind him. And, you know, I just was like, mm, the nigga ain't that cute. The right. music ain't that good. Right. Right. Like, you know, I don't I don't really have to like disrespect myself um by listening to him. Um and I kind of feel like you kind of re- you reap what you sow. Um a lot of people, mind you, this is somebody who has millions of dollars. So I highly doubt that he's like in any financial um like hurting stage. I mean, we don't know that. Yeah. Well, you, you still got to pay back the agent. And yeah. Cause I know he, he just posted a video of like, um, him, like his mansion and then all the cars that he have. And like, he's on the floor. He's like, I fell off. Like, ha ha ha. That type of thing, which is meant to be funny, but it also is just kind of like, we will cancel you. You know, I know some people don't believe in cancel, cancel culture. Um, but, when black Twitter and black Twitter from different like neighborhoods come together, like when you got the straights and the gay people in black Twitter, um, that ain't fucking with you, like you all thin ice. Which is in general, like when you have the community that doesn't want to support you anymore across yeah. the board, you are you're you're out of luck. Yeah, and so, I think that that was the thing he offended so many people. That there was no way to kind of go back on it. So I don't know what to say. Um, good night, Moon. Yeah. I um, mean, <laughs> cheers. He. I'm not going to spend too much time worrying about him, but I do think it's kind of funny. Like, you got a BOGO. Right. You got to buy one, get one free. Yeah. I guess it's just you and your chin tonight. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move right along. Um, apparently, uh, the rapper. Future, he was able to legally change his last name, right? Yes. So uh, he changed his last name, um, which is Wilburn, to Cash, um, capital C A S H. Uh, yes, you're right. The like the dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, after buying a 16 million home on an island. 
So he bought a $16 million home and he felt like, oh, that's not enough. I need to change my last name to cash because I have some. Exactly. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, typical nigga shit. So, yeah. And you know, I'm not a huge fan of Future for various reasons. Um, a laundry list, honestly. Yeah, it's just a really long. We don't really have that much time. We don't. We really don't. But to kind of hone in on why I was trying to bring this up, there's a lot of issue with um, people who are transgender. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they decide to change their name, there's a lot of outrage. There's a lot of anger um, from a certain demographic. Um, there's people who will dead name them. Um, just disrespect all around. But it's completely odd how we're 100% okay with other people who do it, change their name to just stupid shit like cash. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. And nobody, nobody bats an eye. Nobody bats an eye. Um, but yeah, like, I, I don't know if we, I don't think we even touched on this, but, uh, Zia Wade, she changed her, or she was trying to, in the process of legally changing her name, mm-hmm. um, with the help from her dad. Mm-hmm. And there was the whole outrage from her mom saying that, no, that's not okay. Um, this is, you know, obviously it was a huge issue. Yeah. And there were a lot of people who were coming out of the woodwork, like, yeah, how dare you, you know? putting up their Bible quotes, everything else. Um, But here we are, Future has changed his name to Cash. And those same people are quiet as fuck. Yeah, and and nobody is really saying anything. And I think it's at the point, like, I think, like, sometimes people make so much money that they run out of shit to do. Like, they're like, what else can I do? And they don't see how, like, what am I what am I trying to say? Like they don't see how kind of like icky it is for people, you know, like you have people that like they're literally dying to change their name. Or when they do, they get backlash from it. They get uh talked down, they get told, you know, how wrong it is. You wasn't that's not the name you were born with and things of that nature. But here you go because you have money, you're able to just kind of like do it. For the hell of it. Because if you ask him what's the significance of him changing his last name, I guarantee you there won't be anything like, oh, I just always felt like, you know, green was my favorite color. Like, you right. know, nothing will um, come about it. And how many times, I know that we've kind of already touched on him, but how many times has uh, Sean Combs changed his name? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we have artists that will literally switch up their names every so often, and nobody has any issue whatsoever, and have no problem just being like, oh, you're Diddy now? Right. Or, oh, you're Puff Daddy nobody, now? Nobody back, like, nobody no, no issue whatsoever. But as soon as someone, this is what makes them feel whole, this is something that actually has a meaning behind it. And they're saying, hey, this is this is the name that I am choosing for me. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 you don't, you can't do that. That's not the name you were born with. And I think that's bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And I think uh, I'm really happy that you brought this up because it is one of those things where you're kind of like, oh, okay, a famous person did this. That's crazy. But then when you think about like people 
who don't have the means or who don't have the popularity um, and they are trying to do the same exact thing, but there is frowned upon for them. Um, so it's kind of giving a voice uh, to those individuals and say like, hey, we see you, we hear you. Um, it's not fair, but you know, just keep living, keep doing what you're doing. And you're always gonna have people um, such as, you know, us that's gonna support you in your future endeavors, so. Right, so, I mean, if we're, if we're even getting into this a little bit more, when we're talking about like gender affirming, mm-hmm. like there's so many things that people are doing that are gender affirming, like gender affirming surgeries. Yeah. We're talking about BBLs. Yeah. We're talking about men who get lipo and muscle implants and stuff like that. Those Shout are also those are also forms of gender affirming surgeries. Right. But if someone wants to transition to something that for themselves, like being whole, mm-hmm. it's frowned upon. Because Drake allegedly got lipo 360, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. His body was nice. I, I it, it was nice. It was nice. Which body? The one before. The one when he got it. You remember when he was like on a beach and he was like without a shirt? It was, he probably was like two, three weeks post op. I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're absolutely right though like not even joking it's like they're getting these things done and when other individuals do it you know and that's a part of the lgbtq community it's like oh no right you shouldn't be uh-uh. but oh boy you can go and get some abs drawn drawn on and i mean it, it's fine it's, it's nothing wrong with it. And you know what else kind of grinds my gears, too? And we're a little bit off topic, but a lot of these um, socialites, IG influencers, um, even some of the singers, they're getting their bodies, their noses, their lips done like the transsexual women. Their whole aesthetic is of a transsexual woman. That's something we're going to, I'm going to hold off on that because that's something that I want to kind of like really dive into on one of these episodes because there's a few particular um, entertainers that I'm like, hmm, I've seen that from somewhere and it's from a transgender woman. Yeah, I will definitely say that especially um, Transgender women of color and mostly like trans black transgender women have had a huge influence on beauty culture. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean that's a whole conversation to kind of get into, um, which we definitely can <laughs> at a later time. But yes. we definitely we want to get into our next session, which is the word is where we're talking about online culture, all that um, fun stuff that happens. I know <sighs> recently, mm-hmm. and I can already see. <laughs> There was a racist encounter that happened at the University of Kentucky. Yes. Do you want to get into that? Yes. So if you, so I've had the opportunity of going to Lexington, Kentucky for um, a basketball game when I was a student at the University of Tennessee as equally white. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. I know. I know. And you just kind of feel the racial tension while you're there. And I was like, mm, no, you know, like, I don't really feel comfortable. So the young lady, she was a student. Um, she was belligerent, 
like she was drunk. Um, and she verbally and physically assaulted um, a young lady. Her name is uh, the young lady who said the racist things. Her name was Sophia Rosen. Um, apparently now she's no longer a student at the University of Kentucky. Um, they said that she um, is permanently banned from campus, all the games, all of that type of stuff. Um, she's not eligible to be able to re-enroll there. Um, and this came um, from the University of Kentucky president. Um, so kudos to them for that. But if you saw the video and just kind of like what really irritated me was just like the young lady was saying the N-word and the black student um, who was working, she had this look on her face like, ooh, you know, right. like just like uh, when she started calling her um, the N-word and she Said, you know, the lecturer was like, you know, I don't get paid enough for this. Right. She really had to restrain herself. Yeah. She better than me. And that's that's the shitty part when we are getting into these type of situations with racists. You either have two options. You're either going to beat ass or you're having to restrain yourself because there's a chance that you're going to be perceived a certain way. Right. Because, you know, my 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 fear is when people are in this situation, um, we all don't have that type of restraint. I don't. I know for a fact I don't. Um, so I have to kind of like internalize or I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like I have to think about I wonder what her thought process was in that moment because the young lady was saying she was calling her the N-word and she was also calling her a bitch. Um, but the way she was saying it was almost like it was just like a lullaby. Like, it was so easy to roll off of her tongue. Um, and as she said it, kind of like with this sly, you know, kind of like smirk and look on her face. I'm like, how she didn't deck her is beyond me. It, it, it's not one of, I don't, I don't have that type of. Well, I think another thing is, another level to that is that we're men. So it's a little bit mm -hmm. of a different, um, it could be a little bit of a different encounter. But with women, there's so much that society like internalizes in them, like especially black women. It's like you are going to behave this way when this happens. Yeah, it's because she was working, so yeah. it's it's hard for her to just be like, "Am I going to just completely act a fool? This is my job. This is what I'm being paid for. Not paid to handle that, but this she's working at her job, you know, as security." And yeah. Ultimately, it, it was just horrible. And then seeing like other this girl's friends, Sophia's friends or whatever, yeah. coming online saying like really racist shit in support of her. And 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 I'm I'm happy that the young lady who was uh, attacked, she felt a sense of community and she felt a sense of belonging. There was you know rallies um, on campus. Um, there was the you know. Um, MPAC or Black Greeks that kind of like rallied around her, um, show support, let it be known that, hey, this will not be tolerated. We will not just kind of like stand by and let this happen. So I'm happy that she has that because what, what happens is when somebody shows like their cars, right? When a racist shows that they're racist, that's, 
that I feel like that allows other people to kind of come up behind and be like, yeah, we'll fuck with y'all either. You know, yeah. like we're going to support her or, you know, she's a good person. She was just inebriated. She was just intoxicated, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like uh, a drunk heart speaks its over mind. Right. Or the thing that I, I notice and then I really kind of irritates me a lot is the people who will kind of slide in and they're, they like to float in the gray area. Mm-hmm. So they're like, like, well, yeah, she was horrible, but we're not all like this. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not needed at this point. No one is saying that every white person is like this, but this is what's specifically happening. This is what's being shown in the video. You don't have to come in and say this to try to save face. Yeah. It, it, it's, this is not a guilt trip for you. We're talking about this specific person. Let's stay on topic and about this specific person. We don't need to do a not all people. Yeah. Like, not all of us are, you know, not all of us use a hard ER. Right. And it's like, okay, no one is that dense. We understand that, you know? This is what's happening. Like, can we focus, please? (laughs) You don't have to try to divert the conversation to bring attention for yourself and to take guilt off or whatever you're feeling. We're talking about this. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where, again, um, I feel like, and, and, I, and I don't really like saying this, but um, you know you have those instances, instances where Something racial happened and it either goes two ways. You're either praising the person because they had showed so much restraint and like poise and was able to kind of like handle it and you know, like saw And then you have on the other hand, knocking a bitch out, like knocking right. somebody upside their head once they say something racist. And I'm gonna be honest, I kind of praise that too. Because that's more my ministry. Um, that's more like how I I was raised, how I was brought up, um, and I I just kind of like I don't ever want to be put in those situations because I'm not a violent person, but I I know that somebody that's not African American, if they call me that, I know what their intent is. Their intent isn't to like offend me. Their intent is to like cut me to the core. Because that's kind of like the, if you're of opposite race, that's pretty much the worst thing you can say. You can do a lot of, you know, things, but that's kind of like the worst thing you can say. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's trying to dig deep. And this was a pretty unfortunate incident. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear there was some action that was taken. Yes. Um, I really hope that the young lady has a lot of support. Um with, from her family, I, I believe her, maybe her mom came down or something like that. I believe I saw something similar yeah. to that. So definitely um, support during this time because I, I know a lot of people are showing their ass. Yeah. <laughs> but speaking of showing some, well, yeah. I'm not showing some ass, but acting ass. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this TikTok going around of a mother who. It's talking about her child's bully, right? And she said that her child has been bullied in school. And the child was like, no, you know, I told dad because I knew how you would react, blah, blah, blah. The mother then called a meeting with the child uh, who was bullying her child, her parents. And apparently 
that the child's parent says something disrespectful about the kid that's getting bullied. And the mama said she had the popper. She said, you know, she caught my baby, you know, um, bald head or, uh, or something. And she said before she can even finish, she kind of like had to, you know, lay down a law. And she said she turned to a little girl and basically said, you're going to stop bullying my child because your mom can't protect you. <laughs> you know, like your mom can't beat me. So I'm going to beat your ass and your mama's ass. And then my baby's daddy, he likes to fight too. So if you go get your daddy, she going to get her daddy. Like, so your whole family going to have your ass whooped. Um, how do you feel about that? I mean, rightfully so. I feel like as a parent, why are you talking about someone else's child in mm-hmm. any fashion? Your biggest thing should be either trying to resolve it through your words or whatever, saying, hey, how can we get this to resolve? Um, or, you know, y'all fight it out, but go outside. Like, why are you putting yourself into the fight? If you call my child ball-headed or, you know, musty, any of them words, <laughs> you know, dirty, ball-headed, musty, any, it's you. on. Listen. Like, what do you talk? What? How did you open up your mouth to even say that? How you That's why your child fucked up, right? And I'm gonna fuck you and your child up now. Right. How you feel comfortable? That that's kind of like one of the clearly. That's why your child is like that because you like yeah. That. That's one of the like clear signs of what's happening at home. Um, but let me tell you this: that's my greatest fear as a parent. Right? Is to get a call. Or to sit down with my child and my child say, like, I don't feel confident. I don't feel comfortable or confident with going to school and learning, right? You're you're in school to learn because somebody is bullying me. Listen, from 5 to 55, I kick ass about mine. Like, I do not care. I do not care. That's one of and that's one of that's why I don't have kids yet, because I'm not mature enough. For my baby to come to me and be like, this kid pushed me off to show me. Because, <laughs> bitch, if you didn't build that swing, don't put your hands on mine. Right, right. And I don't have an issue with being, like, nice, nasty to mothers. Like, hey, sweetheart, your kid is not going to do this. Right? And if she said, uh-uh, don't get loud. Because then if I get loud, I seem like the big bad wolf or the aggressor. See how I always just created this scenario in my head? Bitch, because I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the, the day that my kid says, you know, Papa John, this motherfucker said X, Y, Z. Papa John? Yeah, yeah. That's what I feel like that's what they're going to call me, Papa John. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be like, well, let me finish making this pizza and I'm going to Give it once. <laughs> let me put this pepperoni in the motherfucker. <laughs> and we're going to like, go wash your hands. Because I don't play about mine. And I don't even have kids yet. But I, I ain't going to play about them. Well, okay. So I know obviously a bullying can happen. Mm-hmm. So it's like if something happens where there's obviously a conflict issue with my child, I'm going to be like, okay, well, let's take some measures to try to resolve this. If my child comes back and they're like, this person is still trying it, I'm like, okay, remember I told you how to use them zip ties? Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go. Like, remember I told you, kick him in a kneecap. Right. And if it's a boy messing with my daughter, 
Kick him in the balls. Get those rap traps from mm-hmm. the basement. We're gonna go to the house right now. <laughs> because this is what we're gonna do. Because and then and then if you try to sit down like and do the like proper thing as an adult and say, hey, this thing is happening, and I don't get what I feel like I should get from you as a parent. I'm going to end that meeting by telling the administrators, by telling the parents, if your child do something to my child again and my child break his fucking jaw, bitch, that's on you. Because you didn't respond the way that we felt you should have. Right. I mean, that's why I'm glad we can now record at any given moment with cell phones. So you have video evidence. Mm -hmm. We met up. I spoke to you as best as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is still happening. Yeah, I don't know where the bodies are. I'm you, sorry. Language. <laughs> <laughs> like, I blacked out. You know, when I was younger, my uncle used to tell us, um, "Bless his soul." He used to tell us, like, whenever we are about to fight, we should pretend to be like really scared. Like, we should be scared of the person, so that way it'll like. He used to say, like, it'll trigger your fight or flight senses and then like you know like you're gonna fight anyways but it just like give you that extra kind of like it gets an adrenal- uh, adrenaline yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i used to feel like you know he was in like wars and he kind of crazy <laughs> but i'm like hmm i would tell my baby that you like, should yeah he believe okay be real scared we because <laughs> when you scared you have the strength of 10 men you, you could lift them and throw their ass and when she cut like when he or she whatever my baby you know is when they come to and they were like i blacked out i'm right there with you right because this is your bloodline i because I, I do the same thing which i wake up and be like wait what i do officer <laughs> like yeah so shout out to the mama for um putting out for her kid and i i feel like her um her daughter probably feels like, you know what? My mama got me. My parents got me. You know, like, I will, I, and then it'll probably in the long run allow her to come to her, her mother about things a little bit quicker. Um, so shout out to mama for doing what she had to do. Yeah, definitely shout out to mama for taking care of things. You, you, it's always good to see that happening um, when the mom steps up, but yeah. So we want to wrap it up with our last section, which is our Would You Rather. So getting into our Would You Rather this week, we have a fun one to definitely discuss. Do you want to go ahead? You are nuts. Um, This one says, would you rather have your parents walking on you while you were doing it as an adult or accidentally walk in on them doing it as elders? <sighs> um, <laughs> this is so disgusting. <laughs> just the thought of both is just kind of like I'm already embarrassed. Um, but you know what? My my mom is she's really kind of like open as far as like sex and sexuality, but she's not open like that. <laughs> Not her standing at the door. No. <laughs> she like, oh, I'm thinking thought of it. No, um, <clears throat> oh, <laughs> <laughs> she like, nigga, you gotta get it. You gotta. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, mama. 
she gonna hear this and call me. <laughs> Rightfully I so. Know she is. Rightfully um, so. I think I can't walk in on my mom getting smashed to smithereens. Like I, I can't do it. Like I don't think I can ever come back from that. But then again, I don't think she can ever come back from seeing you know her kid having sex as well. This is a really like this is really twisted. This is a well. Really so like okay. Here's the thing. Your parents did it to get you here. Right. So obviously they do it. Right. It's different for them to imagine you. I feel. Mm, no, my mama know I get busy. Oh. She know what's up. Okay, well, I guess there's a <laughs> but <laughs> um I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously, their parents aren't dense. They know that their children are, you know, adults. Especially we're you over. We're over a certain age. They obviously know. You know, you you're active. Yes. So, but it's different visualizing it. I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like parents. They're like, let's put the cover over each other type of deal. So it's not like you're gonna see that much. It's not like me, me hanging from the shower curtain. Right. But still, though. Like, just imagine, like, the sounds. Like, bruh, you walk in and it's like. And you're like, the fuck y'all clapping for? Like, what is, what's going on? Oh, why does it sound like a standard ovation? Is the washing machine out again? Right. <laughs> like, no. No. I can't. I couldn't do that. I could not. I couldn't. So you want it done to you? I mean. Make mama proud. It's either kill or be killed in this situation. Okay. So it's like, like, I mean, I would rather make mama proud. Show her mama ain't raised no hoe. Well, so you talking about like the door opens and you turn around giving thumbs up? Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I swear, I would rather that than walking in on a parent. Like, I mean, there's no so there's no time limit. So if you walk in two seconds or whatever, you could you could drink to erase that memory. Yeah, <laughs> you I feel like you can't get that out your head. I feel like that's one of the things. Even on your five, head. six drinks, you will. It's like, gone. girl, why you ain't close the door? Why you ain't lock the door? Why you ain't tell me to wait outside? Why, like, why would you do this to me? Why do you hate me? Like, that's the shit that people sit on couches for and talk about. Like, you know what? I I just can't get over. The fact that like my parents were in there going to pound time. <laughs> you, I know you've seen that. That I don't know if it's a video specifically or just like a thread of someone. Or, no, it was a like a voice message that was left of like a grandma who sent her nudes to like I think like, <gasps> her granddaughter. You've seen that, have you? Yes. And she's like, "Baby, I'm sorry. Can you right. do like no, I just don't want to think about that. I don't want to. I I don't want. I I would have to be walking in on because I feel like then I've already disappointed my mom before. So I feel like this is just one thing to add to. Like she'll get over it. She's strong. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Have, Not you wanted to inflict the damage. Yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> like she brought me into this world. She knew she would have to deal with some shit. Like she knew what was going on. Like, I can't. I, I feel can't. like parents are the ones that would say that. I brought you into this world, so you knew what it was about. Because <laughs> I wasn't there. I wasn't there. I just so happened to be the fastest. 
I was the first one. I was the strongest one that was able to get through. That's the only thing I did. I, I wasn't there. Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I I don't want it done to me. <laughs> so if I if it's like a two second, oh, whoops, sorry. That type of deal. Where you, no, because then it's awkward. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. We didn't know you was coming over. Like, and then they're like fixing clothes. And just, I'm already no. fixing my drink. I'm trying. <laughs> it, it ain't it ain't enough Tito's in the world. That's why you got to get the crown. <laughs> in the city. It. <laughs> and then I become a raging alcoholic. Nobody's <laughs> like, well, how did it start? Well, I walked in home. Like, maybe I can't do it. I don't even want to think about it. Like, both things creep me out, like, scares me. But I would have, it would have, for me, it would have to be me, my mom, or my parents walking in on me. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I would say I would have to do the walking in. Because I'm, at the most, it's just like, oh, sorry. And you could walk out and go about your day. You don't have to, you know, save that memory. You can press control, alt, delete if you need to. It's different when a parent is like, Oh, baby, you you gonna get that mole check on your back that I saw? Oh. While y'all were- <laughs> 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 like, baby, you need to do a little bit more squash. Your shit looks saggy. Like, no, can you imagine? She's like, oh, oh, um, I washed your sheets because they look a little moist after. <laughs> That is the worst. Like even like right now, like I'm like I have secondhand embarrassment, and nothing even happened. Right. Like right, I right. can't even call my mama now and be like, "Hey, girl," because I know, like, I mean, you know, like your parents, they're not, they're still of of, of a certain age where they, you know, they right get down, they they've been doing it, but I don't, I don't think about it. Like yeah. I feel like everybody in the world, everybody else in the world has sex, but my parents. Like in my oh okay okay. Yeah, I'm like, I that how do you think I got here? So it's not really like right. It's not not nah, yeah. But I don't know. It, it's a tough choice. So and this was really crazy. It, it really was. I mean, these are these are hard to pull out. So like my therapist is gonna have a field day. <laughs> She's gonna be like, why are you bringing up these hypotheticals? <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so you said you would rather be walked in on, I said I'd rather do the walking. Yes. Choices. Yes. Choices <laughs> is we have our own brains. We have our own, um, you know. Bitch, I'm really shook. Why did you put the thought <laughs> in my head? <laughs> and on that note, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in, listening in to um, the Road Dogs podcast. Um, you can um, follow us on social media on IG at Road Dogs Podcast. And on our Twitter at Road Dogs Pod, P-O-D. Yep. Yep. So another episode in the bag. We definitely thank you guys once again. Everybody tuning in, following us. Um, If you haven't already followed us online, definitely do. Um, It's the easiest way to be able to find out when we are releasing episodes. Most episodes come out on Friday unless something happens. But, yeah. Other than that, uh, I hope you guys... Have a nice rest of your day. Have a good one. Bye.